0: Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. So good to have you here. Hey, I want to say before I go into the topic for this episode that I want you to be sure, if you are a leader, I want you to be sure to be getting my leading thoughts newsletter it comes out every week we will not use your information to sell anything we will not give it away I know that's a concern today in leading thoughts I share pretty extensively about the soft factors of leadership I tell people all the time I assume you know the technical factors I assume you know the dimensions of the jet engine that your company is producing and how many they ought to get off the the, the assembly line etc but the soft factors of leadership the personal factors the matters of your soul the matters of of how systems work with people, uh, how you inspire people, how you lead people, what's a cancer on leadership. These are the things I talk about in Leading Thoughts. Go on to stephenmansfield.tv and subscribe. It's free, it's every week. We will not try to contact you outside of that uh, list to sell you things. We'll mention you know, a few things, maybe I've written or something in the actual newsletter, um, but this is something that you want. We will absolutely not give your information away to anybody else. Um, It's weekly, it's free, it's helping people lead better. We get great raging feedback about it all the time. Not bragging, want to impact you, want to help you be a better leader. So get our Leading Thoughts newsletter every week go on to stephenmansfield.tv and subscribe. All right. I want to talk about something very, very important in this episode. I'm doing this three weeks before Christmas. Trust me, I'm going to get Christmassy in the next few weeks. It's what I always do. I am an absolute sap about Christmas. Those of you who've been with me for a long time know that. Uh, I love watching It's a Wonderful Life. I cry every time the angel gets his wings. I mean, on and on. I love Christmas. I love the nog. I love the cooking. I love the whole, you know, I'm a Christian, so I love, the whole Advent season theme and all of the disciplines and all of the celebrations and the songs, and I walk around singing joy to the world till Jet Bev just about wants to smack me. So trust me that I will get Christmassy. In this episode, though, I'm going to talk about a tough, nasty Um, dirty thing, and because something pretty wonderful has happened uh, for those of us who are concerned about trafficking, for those of us who are concerned about the impact of porn on the world. So let me tell you about this. One of the journalists I most admire, I don't agree with him on everything, but I most admire uh, for his courage and uh, for his insightful writing um, and for just his intrepid nature with his journalism, is Nick K-R-I-S-T-O-F, Kristoff. He writes for the New York Times. I've quoted him often. I've heard him speak. I I, I like him very much. Again, disagreeing with him as I do with almost everybody else on the planet, particularly people in public life. But I I like him and I I enjoy what he does. He wrote in the Sunday review section of the New York Times yesterday uh, a piece that is going to really, really change things. It was called The Children of Pornhub. Now, Pornhub, apparently, I've never been on it, but apparently, um, it is a kind of conglomerate porn site. It is uh, owned by an organization called MindGeek. It is almost like, if I understand correctly, kind of a YouTube for porn. Uh, People can load porn on there. Uh, So it's a hub for porn. It's a digital online hub for porn. That's all I know. I've never been there. I don't plan to go on there. I'm not recommending that you go on there. What's great, though, is that something that those of us who work in the anti-trafficking world, that some of of us know uh, who battle uh, the impact of porn, uh, particularly on men, but in the world in general, and and especially its devastations to women, uh, the kinds of things that we know were proclaimed by Nicholas Kristof in this article. Because he did his research and he discovered that uh, that Pornhub has revenge porn on it. This is where people are trying to hurt other people with porn. Maybe. I don't mean to be too graphic here. Forgive me, parents, if your child's listening. But um, you know, a, a guy has dated a girl. They've taken, quote unquote, naked pictures. And then they break up. He gets mad at her. And he loads the naked pictures onto a website. And Pornhub is where some of that is done. Also, uh, the molestation of minors is on there, uh, et cetera. Well, what happened was that Christoph went on there Uh, did his research, got his facts together, found out that there's underage sex, found out that there's videos of rape, can you believe it? Uh, Found out that there is revenge porn, etc., and began to do his research. Well, some some really good things are happening, but let me just tell you about one thing that he reported, okay? Here's a woman, her name is Callie, um, and here's what she says. She says, Pornhub became my trafficker. She says she was adopted in the United States from China and then trafficked by her adoptive family and forced to appear in videos beginning when she was nine. Some videos of her being abused ended up on the site and regularly appear there, she said. Aside from limiting immunity so that companies are incentivized to have better, to have better here are three steps that would help. One, allow only verified users to post videos, prohibit downloads, and increase moderation. Okay, that's, I read that last Part just so we can start getting to the solution early. But I want you to understand what's being said. Underage children are being trafficked, so to speak, on Pornhub. Now, the average guy in the West, he logs on there to get his jollies watching porn, not watching nastiness. But the fact of the matter is that Pornhub, as almost all porn does, encourages abuse has stuff on there and has underaged. I mean, I I have a background in porn from when I was a teen because I grew up in Berlin, Germany. Uh, One of the most, it has an undercurrent of decadence, always has. Um, And so I grew up seeing porn, not even wanting to see it, but just seeing it. And then, of course, later on as a teen, I wanted to see it. Um, And then things changed in my life. I had a religious conversion and grew up and realized realized the devastations of porn and haven't had a porn-involved life since I was a teenager. So I I don't mind talking. Talking about my previous life, but I remember um, that there was always a child theme. That full-grown women were always dressing up like children and and like little Bo Peep or whatever. You know, it always had a child-oriented theme, which feeds the abuse of children. Also, all porn feeds trafficking. All porn feeds trafficking. Why? Because even if a guy's watching Playboy, and I don't I don't know that Playboy has anything to do with trafficking officially, it's the impact on the man. The man's watching it. He wants to have illicit sex. What does he do? He turns to the prostitution circles in his city. He turns to these websites. Some of them, like this Pornhub, uh, fund and, and support and, and encourage, however inadvertently, um the abuse of minors, rape videos, etc. I've made the point many times in my podcast for men, many times in writing that Porn feeds the abuse of women. F- porn feeds the trafficking of children, the abuse of children. You, you've grieved at the sexual molestation happening in the Catholic church, the sexual molestation that's happened and maybe in the lives of some of your friends. Well, be assured that porn was part of that. Porn fed that. Uh, and, and so we have to be, we have to wise up. You can't have literature uh, encouraging. I'm going to be a little graphic here. I remember saying I was growing up in Berlin, of course, in Berlin, we took the the, the, the Metro, the U-Bahn, they called it the subway, um, everywhere. A lot of the, lot of the porn that I saw when I was 15, a bunch of my friends off in a corner somewhere, somebody's basement, uh, looking at porn videos. And a lot of the videos that we saw was about some guy, uh, doing inappropriate things on the U-Bahn to some teenage girl. Uh, who is just standing there. Well, what is that going to encourage? It's going to encourage some of us, uh, it never did for me, thank God, uh, but encourage some of us to go out there and see if the girl coming home in her Catholic school outfit, which is, of course, what's often used in porn, um, is, 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 is willing to be felt up, is willing to have me, not me, but someone put their arm under her skirt. I'm being graphic to make the point. And so that's exactly what happens. Well, fortunately, Kristoff has shown a light on this, shined a light on this, and has be, has said uh, this Pornhub, which is of course First Amendment protected com- speech in this country for the most part, uh, has been found to have a criminal element to it. There are rape videos on this thing. There's the molestation of children. People are saying they're being trafficked uh, by this. By this. Now, what's good news is that because. Because of Kristoff's article and other expose, so to speak, Visa says that if Pornhub is violating the law or bank policies, the website will be prohibited from accepting Visa. See, these the credit cards you carry in your pocket are being used to pay for this garbage. MasterCard says pretty much the same thing. They promised, quote, immediate action, unquote, if the allegations are substantiated. Amex said it prohibits use of of the card on digital adult content websites. That's actually one of the reasons that I use Amex, besides the fact they have a relationship with my airline, Delta, and I'm not selling anything. But Amex has an ongoing policy of digital adult content websites not being allowed. uh, They won't allow their card to be used for those, which I celebrate. So... Read the article. It's, it's really, really good. Remember that New York Times is a, uh, there's a, it's a subscription-based service, but see if you can find the article. Uh, really, really amazing. It's called The Children of Pornhub. It's in the Sunday Review section of the New York Times. Now, what's important about this, and I urge all of you, I know I have a lot of folks in Congress listening to this and folks in other legislators and leaders of various types. What's good about this is, is if we push... If we continue to provide pressure, if we continue to lobby, we can see uh, a a return, uh, a dialing down, uh, if not a complete removal of some of this horribly abusive stuff. Let Let me tell you that trafficking, which is basically using people against their will for either labor or the sex trade is massive in the world. Rough number is 50 million people are being trafficked. Uh, a significant percentage of those children, most of those, the vast majority of those for sex. And yeah, there have been children trafficked by their own families around the world. There have been tri- children trafficked by mafia-like networks. There have been children kidnapped from a, from malls down the street here in American cities. And those children never seen from again. But, but uh, later, perhaps, we find out that they were trafficked. Um, we hear stories of them or they or they died and we, we were able to do the postmortem on, on their experience. I don't mean to be horribly dark here, but I told you this is going to be nitty gritty. So I'm encouraged by what Nick Kristoff has done. I'm encouraged by the New York Times. Kudos to the New York Times. It's not often that a guy like me, a Christian and, a, and at least a slightly right of center conservative, uh, can celebrate uh, something written in a New York Times. Op-ed, but this is important. This isn't an op-ed, by the way. This is really, really important. Not the first time it's happened, but certainly it's one of the most prominent journalists to. He's one of the most prominent journalists to make this call, uh, to shout out about this. I I am uh, part of an organization called Uncaged, founded by my friend Kim Westfall. She graciously asked me uh, to be chairman of her board, which you know she knew I wasn't qualified, but whatever. I'm happy to help, and uh, it basically helps people get out of trafficking and transforms their lives through therapy and, and training and healing and so on. Uh, there are others who actually get people out of the lifestyle. Not, lie, I didn't mean to call it a lifestyle. Uh, out of that bondage, out of those criminal networks, uh, we help. But then mainly we help with the restoration and the transformation of their lives afterwards. Um, it is a wicked thing. It is an evil thing. But there are people being rescued. Uh, There are lives being changed. You're going to be hearing great stories about this in the years to come. I'm so proud of the airlines. I I flew recently on Delta, uh, heard in the airport and on the plane, three announcements about watch out for something suspicious, report trafficking. Delta's taking a stand against trafficking. I'm sure the other airlines are doing this. I'm sure the other airports that I'm not in are doing this. I hope every corporation in America is doing this. I hope the malls are doing this. We've got to be on guard. But the good, news is that uh the new york times has loudly shouted that porn systems porn networks in this country help to feed um, actual criminal activity, and they're not so much doing the psychological study, but they're saying Pornhub, one of the biggest porn networks, digital networks in the country, actually has rape video on it, actually has minors portrayed on it because people can load, kind of like YouTube, they can load what they want on there and there's not as much monitoring as there ought to be. So yeah, Visa and Amex and MasterCard should threaten them. Yeah, there should be lawsuits. Yeah, people whose image is on there should file. We should get this. I mean, I hope for a porn free world, if not a porn free America, Um, and I'm not stupid enough to think that's going to happen entirely, but certainly we can get criminal activity um, out of the porn world and hem in the porn world so it's not able to do the damage it's doing now. I, can, I have actually sat in courtrooms watching a man uh, be tried for criminal sexual abuse. The role of porn, unbelievable. I've sat in the courtroom listening to rape uh, trials go on. The role of porn, unbelievable. I could go on and on and on and on. So there's good news here. The New York Times and Nicholas Kristof have fired a a shot across the bow of Pornhub and the porn world. He's saying something valuable. He's getting the attention of major uh, corporations. Um, Here's a moment. Here's a moment where we can push. I want you to log on to uncaged.org uncaged.org. It's the organization that I help with. Again, Ken Westfall, our CEO and founder, done a magnificent job. We're buying facilities around the world um, specifically to take uh, the victims of trafficking and help transform their lives and get them healed and get them back uh, into lives of meaning and happiness and joy and productivity. It can happen. It is happening. Uh, Obviously, we need your help. But this entire podcast is not just a broadcast for uh, an advertisement for uncaged. Cage. It is a plea that we realize the moment that we're in, that it's happening uh, here a few weeks before Christmas, that it's happening in this year filled with really horrible news, that it's happening, quite frankly, at a time when a lot of people are sitting home bored, uh, needing to kind of love themselves, and therefore porn uh, is an answer for them, is all perfect timing. So I want to note the moment. I want to note the article. I want to commend Nicholas Kristoff. I want to commend the New York Times, and I want us to get at it. Log on to Uncaged. .org let's make a difference commend the new york times you may have never been able to write the new york times to commend them for anything do it now and bring this article this issue to the attention of the businesses that you frequent that might you know have an uh, be of scope to be able to do some good here, Uh, bring it to the attention of your elected representatives, make sure your town is paying attention to this issue. It's a threat everywhere. Um, Millions being trafficked worldwide, we can make a difference in our generation. And we can do it largely by dealing with this criminal element within porn as the Pornhub story reveals. All right. Happier thoughts coming in the coming weeks, trust me, but thanks for listening to this. Let's make the difference we can make. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness. Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.